Hi everyone, welcome to Psych Talks. Today we have Michael with us and he's here to let us know how it's like to date an INTJ. And so I'm wondering, when it comes to dating, who initiates first, you or the other person? You mean on initial encounter? Yeah. Typically not the INTJ, I think. Just we're sort of, I mean, if that antenna's up, then then yeah, I guess. Otherwise we're like tend to be really focused on whatever, whatever we're doing. So it depends on like, have we put that on, on the map? <laughs> you know what I mean? We're like, we're, we're meeting people and doing that thing now. I mean, it's not, I, I, I don't expect a lot of INTJs are running around striking up a lot of conversation, looking for, looking for dates. You know, it's not, it's not really a thing that I, um, speaking from personal experience, but I assume on, on brand for the type would be, um, would be something that is too common. I think, uh, one problem is that we, one problem is we're, we're told that we're difficult to read, which is a frustrating one because I just, I personally feel like I'm an open book and I think, I think a lot of INTJs feel about that. I mean, if you ask us something, we'll generally give you a straightforward answer on it but it's i think our on, on our face it's typically have a neutral to aggressive kind of <laughs> kind of look or demeanor and uh that's just the kind of I, I think it's like extroverted thinking face you know so there's not a lot of there's not a lot of feeling being projected at the same time uh we also tend to find it very difficult to read others so there's you know, in, in, in a conversation where you just meet somebody and this could be romantically or just, just in, you know, striking up a friendship with somebody, it's, it's difficult to, to, um, either take a hint <laughs> or, uh, uh, get a read on somebody unless like, I mean, we definitely prefer everyone to be straightforward. So typically, uh, being being approached in general it's not a it's not really an issue necessarily of like being timid i don't want to approach anybody or anything like that i mean you get you know you can it's good to get practice in on these things you know to get some experience it's just again like that antenna is not always up i think that's why the the stereotype of INTJs and ENFPs getting involved with each other. I think it holds to some extent because ENFPs will just <laughs> burst through the wall and start, you know, and just start talking to you, you know, which is, which is appreciate, which is appreciated. And those are typically op very open, honest conversations from the beginning. You know, uh, we tend to go pretty deep, pretty quickly, not necessarily in an intense way, but just like, let's just cut through, the, you know, top level of conversation as quickly as possible. Um, but in terms of like, in terms of making an approach, it's something, I mean, we have to go out of our way to do that. Uh, and if we do, we're probably <laughs> very interested. <laughs> it's not something that we casually do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the INTJ face sometimes gets called unapproachable. But ENFPs kind of like that challenge sometimes. They're like, oh, hmm. And they also find it quite the mystery and what's hidden beneath that unreadable face of yours. And so when you're dating someone, 
What are some common comments you hear from partners? Are you a person who is overly attached, underattached? I think I think neither. I mean, we we generally like to keep things in balance. I think in all in all aspects of life, just like having I don't want to say having control like, you know, having having like being controlling. I don't mean that, but just like ha- everything is sort of in view and everything is, you know, everything's going well. We don't generally like a lot of turbulence, you know. So if there's if there is a lot of turbulence in a in a relationship, then typically, uh, speaking for myself, I'm out at that point, you know, it's not, not, you know, sometimes you, you, if you get a sense that there's, this is going to be a a very tumultuous thing, then it's just, I, I, I can do without this. It's just not a good match, you know? So that, that idea of keeping things in balance, open, straightforward communication, those things are very important. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm told that, and I, I, this, I also think is on brand for the type, uh, I, I don't like to talk about my emotions. <laughs> so being pressed on that, I'm happy to, I'm happy to listen to others kind of, you know, talk through anything they need to talk through. I think, you know, I, I generally, I think I'm a good listener, Right. If somebody if somebody wants advice or wants to work through a problem, then that's that's ideal. That's great. If somebody just wants to, you know, um, let something out, then that's uh, that's fine. Even if even if that's kind of explosive and, you know, it's like, good, get it out, get it out. And it's, you know, I'm kind of in those cases, a kind of not a not a I was going to say a brick wall, but just sort of it doesn't it doesn't affect me. You know what I mean? But if you, if any, like trying to, trying to pry something like that out of me or needing something, needing a lot of that uh, output from me emotionally, it's just not, I don't, don't press me on it. (laughs) You know, I I think, I think a, a trick for this possibly, and this might be a tip for, for INTJs or anybody who's involved with an INTJ is to, uh, I mean, if you, if you make up a situation where you're sort of like, where you imagine like characters in a movie that are kind of analogous to you and talk about like, oh, how would this person feel in this situation? <laughs> you know, where we can kind of abstract from ourselves and talk through something. Cause there's a lot more thinking involved in that, but you might get a more honest answer out of that. You know, if you have just sort of characters in mind that you can you can step into you know as as a kind of uh, uh a thought experiment or a feeling experiment it might be a, a, a like if if you're having trouble getting an intj to open up that's a way to do it is to find some way to abstract the person from themselves and talk about it uh but that's that's one thing so that's why i think with with you know being involved with extroverted feeling types, um, I think it can go, it can be, they can be good relationships. Uh, but there has to be an understanding of like how different it is, op- like, like a, a deep understanding of the, of the person and how, how they see the world process things and just, yeah, go through the world. It's good to know about how to deal with an INTJ when you want to help them process through their emotions. 
imagining a scenario and then having to work through it in a, a level removed way helps. And so thank you, Michael, for giving us a look into how it's like to date you. And another trait of dating INTJs is they have their signature INTJ poses sometimes. It's it's the, the, the Michael pose, <laughs> as you know. If you know it, you know it. It's, it's almost the deep. Is it this? It's this? Yeah. Just looking like I have a headache and it's rubbing my temples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, not everyone, but when the 9TJ has it, they have it. And thanks, everyone, for watching. I'll see you all in the next episode. Take care. How do INTJs flirt? Let's see what the Quora community has to say about this. That's one thing I could. That's one thing I could have mentioned. Is like it's just not going to happen. We just don't. We just don't. We just don't know how to how to how to come on to people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, Michael, when INTJs do flirt, is it really awkward or is it smooth? Or is yeah, it is. It is awkward because it's not a natural mode of communication. Our natural mode of communication is very straightforward and very direct. And flirting is a lot of innuendo and, you know, talking around, taking, you know, uh, getting, getting the message across. There's a lot of body language and things and in, in, in play. So, so in, in flirting, <laughs> It's like, it has to be a learned skill for us. And that can be, that can be extremely awkward. That can be even more awkward than bad, just bad flirting. You know what I mean? When it's just like, it's, it's just like this, this practiced, like <laughs> strategized gamified thing, you know? So it's like, yeah, that's the, uh, that's, it's, 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 it's generally, it's, it's generally pretty awkward yeah that's why it takes it usually takes a while for things to get off the ground with us relationship wise mm -hmm. yeah yeah so when INTJs try to be pickup artists they're the ones that are completely formulaic or they're very awkward it's not that they can't be very good at that thing it's just like it's their they also tend toward just like being very evil about it too. Like it's the most evil type when, when it's very, because it's completely removed. It's all thinking. It's all, it's all thinking and, and sensation and thinking in service of sensation. So it's like your, um, what's the opposite of looping? What's your like extroverted kind of loop? Spinning? <laughs> Spiraling? I don't know. What is it? Art is there a word? I um, guess so. Yeah. Like it's, it's that it's doing that thing. So that's never, that's never good. And they usually end up, they usually end up like falling apart completely going to pieces over that kind of thing. Like it just, it just, it just like, cause on the inside you're just rotting, but you're all out here. So eventually when you land back in here, you're just, uh, you're just a, a void. That's, <laughs> It's my advice that it's my advice to INTJs is not to not to do that. I don't care how lonely you are. It's just it's just terrible. Um, uh, it's not going to end well for you. It never does. <laughs>